In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Welcome back, everyone, to Call Waiting. It's me, your host, Robin. And I want to first start off and say thank you to everyone who has gotten tickets to my town hall show. If you haven't gotten it, it's November 5th. I'm going to be headlining in the New York Comedy Festival. You get tickets at my website at robinshaw.com. I'm also going to be going to Detroit, Seattle, San Diego, Atlanta, Phoenix, Vancouver, Toronto. It's all very exciting. And thank you, everyone who's already gotten tickets. Now, let's get into business. No time to waste. Today's topic is deep. It's it's trauma-filled. It's scarring. It's, it's well, <laughs> for me it is at least. Today's topic is secrets. Well, lies we were told, really, as children that as an adult we found out was not true. Now, for me, you'll see why I say so trauma-filled. Now, my grandmother, I've, well, I had two grandmas, both passed. All right. <laughs> Let's talk some shit. <laughs> okay. So one of them, my grandfather had passed away before I was born. So my grandmother, Marilyn, had remarried while I was, you know, very young. And then when I was like mm, 9, 10, 11, I don't even remember my exact age, my step-grandfather passed away. And me, my brothers, my cousins, we were all told that he died of a heart attack in his sleep. Very sad, but he went peacefully. Well, fast forward to a couple of years ago, I was sitting in my parents' kitchen. It was me, my mom, my Aunt Debbie, my Uncle Gary. And my Uncle Gary goes, well, your grandma killed a man with her vagina. And I was like, <laughs> what? And then my Uncle Gary looks at my mom. My mom looks at my aunt. My aunt looks at my uncle. My uncle looks at me. And then my uncle's like, uh, Robin, you should sit down. I was like, I don't want to sit down. He's like, Robin, you're going to want to sit down for this. I was like, I don't want to sit down. I sat down. And that's when he told me the true way my grandfather had passed. Well, my step-grandfather. Apparently, him and my grandma were doing the ugly and he had a heart attack during, while they were, you know, just you get, you know what I'm getting at. He had a heart attack on top of her, pinned, like died on top of her. She got stuck under him, sticked her arm. Remember, they're like in their early, they're in their 70s at this point. Stuck her arm out, maybe 80s. Oh my gosh, I don't even know. Let's not think about it. Stuck her arm out, called 911. And told 911 to also call her son, my dad. And so the police came, had to get my step-grandfather off my grandma. Like this whole time, they were just laying there naked. And then my dad showed up, like as the police were like, you know, taking my step-grandfather away. And um, they, the the cops, you know, told my dad more than he really wanted to know. And now all my, my dad, my mom, my aunts, my uncles, this had been thing they all knew about, but they had lied to us cousins for so long. And then once I found out, obviously I had to tell everyone. So I told my brothers and my cousins and we realized our entire childhood 
was a lie. Thank you to my parents and aunts and uncles for lying. I actually wish they kept that lie up, but now we know the truth. So that is why I am scarred and still in therapy. All right, before we open up the lines, let's get in security. Aye. All right, do you have a something that happened to you as a kid, like someone told you something and then as an adult? Yeah, and, and it deals with you, actually. What? You and our other brother. That I lied to you? No, that mom and dad lied to me. Uh, some uh, When I was in like middle school, I had the same bedtime as you and our other brother, and we all went to bed at the same time. I only found out like maybe a year or two later that it was just a lie to get me to go to bed <laughs> so that you, our other brother, and mom and dad used to go downstairs and watch The Tonight Show while I went to sleep. Okay, and in our defense... We didn't like you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to watch Johnny Carson. No, not, in my defense, I didn't wasn't going to school. Like I, this is during my okay. surgeries and everything, yeah. so I was allowed to stay up. And Michael was the older brother. Yeah. So it's not fair to me. <laughs> All right, security, let's open up the lines. I asked you guys to call in today with lies you were told as a kid that you found out as an adult. Every week we have a different topic. To find out the topic, make sure you're following me on Instagram or TikTok at Robin Shaw Comic. And then you just call in. The phone number is 720-727-6296. All right, security, give me my first call. Okay, Robin, we have Hannah on the phone. Hi, Hannah. Hi. I'm so happy I finally got through to you. Yay. I was so excited you called in. So today we're learning about lies we were told as kids that we found out as adults wasn't true. So what? tell me your story. Okay, so this is a funny one. So growing up, my friend had a pet turtle, but the turtle was not really taken care of, so it did not survive long. So when it died, her parents didn't want to traumatize her, so they told her that the turtle went to live in the Bronx Zoo, and whenever <laughs> they went to visit, they would say hi to their turtle. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So according to her mother, I, by mistake, told her years later when she was 16, she still did not know. <laughs> I don't remember ever saying anything, but at that moment, she found out because then her mother told her that really, it didn't go to the Bronx Zoo to live, it actually died. You know, I bet you this is such a common lie. Like, I bet you parents tell their kids all the time when pe when pets die, oh, we sent it to a farm upstate. Oh, we sent it to the Bronx Zoo. Oh, I bet this is such a common thing. And I'd be you. I'm like someone like you who would by accident be like, no, dude, your turtle's dead, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, according to her mother, I, by mistake, ended her childhood for her. But... I hope you didn't tell her about Santa Claus, too. You're like, your no. turtle's dead and there's yeah. no Santa. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye. All right. So, guys, when we were kids, we had a bird. I knew you were going to start this story. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. We had a burn. When I say kids, security was 18. Let's just remember that. And he took the bird out for a walk. <laughs> I didn't take it out for Okay, a why'd you take it out? Okay, uh, but it doesn't even matter. The point is the bird flew away. <laughs> and, we, and, and well, that's the end of the story. <laughs> that's the end of the story. Good through the next one. <laughs>
<laughs> but through the next call. Okay, we have Elena on the line. Hi, Elena. Hi, Robin. How are you? Thank you so much for calling into call waiting. Okay, so tell us what was the, what were you told as a child that you found out was a lie as an adult? Uh, so my brother and I had these two tortoises, and we loved them, but they were a lot of work. And two kids, you know, we don't want to do the work, so our mother had to feed it a lot of times. But one day, my brother and I came home from school, and my mother announced that they were dead. And we cried, we cried for years. We always said how sad we were that we didn't feed these turtles and that they died. Well, when I was an adult, about 25 years old, my mom took me to see an old friend of hers. We got there. She had this huge backyard and all these tortoises. And she goes, hey, Melina, you see that? Two of those tortoises are yours. And I said, what? <laughs> and she said, yeah, I told you they were dead. <laughs> like, how can you let me live She like gave that? away your turtle? Yeah, and told, the, told us that they were dead. Oh my God. Now, cause we just had a call, which I think is is normal for a lot of parents. When a when an animal does die, they lie and say, "Oh, it was sent, you know, to a zoo or to upstate." I have never heard the other way around, where a parent lies and says they're dead just to give them away. <laughs> yep, tough childhood we had. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, you probably have every time someone dies now, you're probably like, yeah, right, bullshit. <laughs> Your mom's like, grandma died. You're like, bullshit, I want to see the body. Exactly. <laughs> what are you talking about? They're just at the neighbor's house. <laughs> you're, you're like so confused now what death means. It's okay. It's okay. Um, oh, that's funny. Well, I hope your therapy bill isn't too high and that we forgive mom. <laughs> yeah, maybe sometimes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you very much. Have a great day, and I can't wait for your next New York show. Well, November 5th. Yes, I have it on my calendar. <laughs> See you then. <laughs> See you then. Bye. <laughs> okay, that's a lot of turtle stuff coming in. Now, did my bird really fly away? <laughs> like you, you, like we keep we for like thirty years. We keep saying you took him for a walk, but that actually never no. happened because it is kind of absurd. <laughs> we should have come up with a better lie. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, Robin, we have Carrie on the line. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Robin. How are you? I am so excited to talk to you. This is this is awesome. <laughs> I'm super excited, too. Okay, so today's topic is lies we were told as kids. So <laughs> tell, tell me yours. Um, so my my parents, for I, I'm an only child and okay. um, a pretty, pretty independent only child. And we... But we ate family dinner together every night, and we'd have all sorts of conversations. My parents, doctor, nurse, so it was kind of those, like, nothing was weird, nothing was too graphic. Uh, right. 
And I never really told them what homework assignments I had, but this was third grade. And apparently I had to find out how my parents met. Okay. <laughs> Which I think about that now. I'm like, oh my God, this was, this was 31 years ago. I think about that now. I'm like, you could never ask this question now. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, that teacher would be canceled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I asked them this and they um, apparently had a field day creating a story. They told, <laughs> they, they told me that they met in the ER over a gunshot wound to the head. Okay. <laughs> and, and I was, I was that little kid that when my dad's medical journals arrived, I would like run down the driveway looking for them. So this story really excited me. My mom said, she's like, your eyes just got bigger every lie we told. And so they went with it. They went, <laughs> I love your parents so much. <laughs> they're they're pretty awesome. <laughs> Do you remember any more details from what they, they said besides oh, the gunshot? Our hands touched in his head. There was blood <laughs> everywhere. His brains were coming out. And that's when we <laughs> fell in love. And we saved his life. <laughs> so I think this is amazing. I'm like, I will definitely have the coolest story. And um, I never told them that this was a school thing. They just thought this was me asking questions. I did this. Um, right. They would ask me questions, right? So they have no clue that this is going anywhere. <laughs> and uh, I, I shared it in school. And I probably took it one step above. You know, I'm sure I was gesticulating with my hands. Brain matter everywhere. And it was... <laughs> Wait, and how old are the kids? How old are you? This is third grade. So what, seven? Oh, my God. <laughs> just so everyone knows, third grade is eight years old. Okay. <laughs> I just yeah. need to make sure everyone has a visual that she's telling about blood and gore and gunshots to a room full of eight-year-olds. Okay, continue. Um, yeah, so I went with it. I, I took their story up one level myself. And... <laughs> And the school, I actually thought, I found out yesterday that the school didn't really call my parents. My mom often volunteered at school. And so I guess she was there that day. And in passing, one of the teachers was like, wow, Sandy, had no clue that's how you and Kent met. That's a, that's quite the story. <laughs> and my mom's thinking, well, it's really not. It's boring. And how's, how do they know how we met? And then it hits her what I had asked at dinner the night before. And so the teacher continues like, you know, Carrie really shouldn't be sharing that. I understand she might be comfortable with <laughs> details, but that was a little much. for. <laughs> She's like, and now I have a room full of eight year olds crying. Right? So I spent I spent 31 years believing this. I never knew any differently. That was how my parents met. I'm sure I've shared this story with countless people. And we were laughing with sometime in the last year or two, we're laughing about something. And they were like, no, that's definitely not. We completely made that up. Oh my God. <laughs> so you believed this the whole time? Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh my God. So how did they actually meet? It's so boy, they did meet through work. They worked at um it's like they were in the lunchroom. Something like that. Yeah, they, <laughs> their hands met over mashed potatoes. They worked in the same medical office. My dad knew some of my mom's friends. They he asked her out. 
they went out. She apparently did fall asleep on the first date watching a movie, which I've done that before. I went to the dark night on a first date and I fell asleep. The guy like hit me and he's like, Robin, you fell asleep. I'm like, oh, no, no, it's fine. You enjoy the film. Wake me up when it's over. So you know what? It happens to the best of us. I know. It makes sense while I fall asleep anytime we try to watch (laughs) the show now. Oh, my God. This is great. Yeah. Uh, Carrie, thank you so much for calling in. I oh. love this story so much. Please tell your parents I say hi. I will. And I say I say hi to them, too. Hi, Mom and Dad. <laughs> <laughs> hi, Mom and Dad. I, thanks for calling in, Carrie. Thank you. Bye. You are awesome. Take care. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know how Mom and Dad met? Mom and Dad met over a lie also. No. I... So... They're at a party. They were like 14 and 15. And my... I do know it was an Ira Debbie party. Okay. I don't know what that means, but... Everyone was thinking it was Ira or Debbie at Is the party. Is that true? Yes. That I didn't that know. I knew. Okay. So dad goes up to mom and was like... Like there was a lock in front of her on the table. And dad goes up to her and was like, I bet you I could unlock and this lock just by listening. And mom's like, okay. okay. And he does it. And he, he opens it just by listening to this random lock. He planted that lock there like beforehand. <laughs> All right, security, what's through the next call? Okay, Robin, we have Amanda on the line. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Robin. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to Call Waiting. Thank you. I'm excited. So today's topic is lies we learned from childhood. Tell me yours. Okay. So... Um, my whole life, my, to us, actually all the grandchildren in there at the time when I learned this secret, we were, there were 22 of us. There are more since this is on my mom's Irish side of the family. She's one of nine. We all thought my grandparents' names were Seamus and Lily, like my whole entire life. And then, <laughs> then I'm sitting at the table when I'm 30 years old, making out wedding invitations with my mom and my mother-in-law. And I go to address the card to my grandparents and uh, my mom's like, you can't write that. <laughs> Those aren't their names. <laughs> and I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> are you kidding me? I thought Seamus and Lily were their names. No, no. Those are nicknames. And I said, well, what are you talking about? She's like, well, um, their real names are James and Elizabeth. Okay. <laughs> okay. So here's the story behind all this. And this is what's funny about it. So they're both Irish, like fresh off the boat, still have their accents Irish. And they grew up in Belfast. And every Friday night, there would be a dance in the town that they lived in in Belfast. And my grandfather would go get his suit from the dry cleaner before he went that my, my well, his mom. So like my great, great grandmother would hawk because she was an alcoholic. Okay. <laughs> and she would pawn it to get money for booze, which this is terrible, but right. she <laughs> She would pawn it to get money for booze. And then he would go back to the pawn shop and buy a suit back for these dances on Friday nights. So he shows up and meets my grandmother for the first time and isn't sure if he likes her or not. So he tells her his name is Seamus Duffy. And Duffy is the name of his neighbor. Seamus is just a name that he pulled out of nowhere. And so she didn't even know his real name for a while. And he told her that name because he wasn't sure if he wanted to continue to see her and he didn't want her to try to find him. So men have been the same since the beginning of time is what you're telling me. (laughs) Yeah, shady and, you know, little little, liars. Yes, and dirty liars. So (laughs) 
So I guess after a few dates, he decided to come clean and tell her his real name and that everybody calls him James or Jimmy. And she refused to call him anything except Seamus. So that was his name from then on. So anytime we were at their house, she would be calling him Seamus and his nickname for her was Lily. But nobody bothered to tell anybody else that. Oh my god! Wait, but that's such a cute. That's kind of really cute. I like. I like that. It's like their little secret love story. It is. It is cute, and it's it's sort of funny. Yeah, I mean, hilarious that you guys actually never knew. But like, it's so cute that like that's their story, and the fact that no one knew. But it's oh, I like it. I think that's so cute. Yeah, it's a fun one, and we we all got a big kick out of it. I mean, we laugh. There's a lot of stories like that with my family. See, I'll never have that type of a story because, like, the last guy I dated was 10 a.m. gangbang guy. And, like, I can't tell my grandkids one day, you know, grandpa's name isn't really 10 a.m. gangbang guy. It's really Jim. Well, when I was single in my 20s, every guy that me and my girlfriends went out with had some dirty nickname. (laughs) We'll never have that cute story like grandma and grandpa. I don't even have it with my husband. We have to tell people a lie. <laughs> That's a story for another time. But yeah. Same. Oh, man. Yep. Oh, man. Well, then you're going to have to tell us that story one day. Promise. Well, okay. No, now you have to tell me. Give me the short version. Okay. The short version is I met my husband at a bar a year before we dated. And I thought he was hot. I'd seen him around. Was trying to use the bathroom. He was in there doing something. I'm sure you can take a guess with someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> having a good time yeah having a good time he comes out it was the only bathroom in the bar so i proceed to yell at him he tells me uh land your plane jennifer from couples retreat have you ever seen that movie okay that was his response to me was land your plane jennifer and then we did a shot together and you know I'm sure you can guess the rest. Yeah. So So moral of the story is grandma and grandpa get cute stories. You and me meet these weirdos and end up with them for life. (laughs) Have dirty tramp stories that we can't. Yes. Yes. Grandma's adorable and we're whores. That's the end of the story. (laughs) Mommy's a whore. We're never going to talk about this and your kids will never know. We need to lie. Grandma didn't need to lie. We need to lie. Uh, I love it. I thank you so much for coming on call waiting. Thanks Robin. Have a good one. All right, bye. bye. Oh my gosh, that was so cute. It was, you know, our grandfather, his name isn't Lou. No, I know, but that's because the, his the, third grade his, teacher couldn't pronounce it. So right? she changed his name. <laughs> well, that's more about people being anti Semitic than adorable. <laughs> very true, very true. <laughs> um, wait, what I was going to say is, you know, grandma and grandpa. They went on, he went on a date with her best friend. She went on a date with his best friend. Like they all, you know, and halfway through the date, the two guys realized they liked each other's girls. So they did a switch of mid date by being super mean to their dates. And so then they switched. Our grandparents' story is a lot less cute. (laughs) A lot less cute. (laughs) All right, what through the next call? Okay, Robin, we have Sherry on the line. Hi, Sherry. Hi, Robin. How are you? I'm so excited to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're like, yeah, I'm all right. Okay, so today's talk. So today's topic is lies we were told as a kid that we found out as adults is not true. So what is yours? Tell me the story. My grandmother was raised believing that her aunt was her mom and her mom was her aunt. 
And I didn't find out until after my birth mother passed away two years ago. Wait, say this again. Your mom mm-hmm. thought that her mom was her aunt? No, my grandmom. Her, okay. This would be my great-grandparents. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, okay. Your grandma. Right. Wait, start over. My, my grandmom was raised by her yes. aunt. Okay. She, but, I mean, she was believing that her aunt was her mom and her mom was her aunt. And and when did she find out that her aunt was her actually her um, mom? Somewhere along the line, she did find out because I asked one of my aunts about it after my mother's passing, and she goes, mm. "Oh, she says, oh, you know about that?" I said, "Uh, yeah, I do now." Like, what was going on on that dairy farm? My gra- my grandparents, <laughs> my great grandparents owned a dairy farm, and I'm like, "Well, he was milking a lot more than just the cows." Oh my god. <laughs> 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 Wait, Sherry, this is what this is like uh this is a soap opera. Oh yeah. It's yeah, because um that actually has happened to other generations in my family too. So no one's telling the truth on whose mom is who? Apparently there's been a few of there's been that's the third situation. Um my grandmother was raised believing her aunt was her mom and her mom was her aunt. My grandmom actually nearly died from childbirth with one of her children. She had nine total. One of her kids, towards the end, um, she couldn't, like, she was so sick that my grandpa let his sister take care of the baby. And when my grandmom tried to get the baby back, my grandpa was like, no, I'm just going to let my sister keep her. And so she didn't find out until high school when one of her siblings told her, she was like, you're my sister. and that particular aunt never spoke to any of us. She's estranged from her family. She took it out on all of us, and she just clung to her aunt that raised her like her own child. Yep. Oh, my goodness. This is some family tree that'd be very confusing. I, I, I tell you. And then um, my sister was actually raised by her paternal aunt, believing until she was um, 19 that she was her but she wasn't. She was really her aunt and she wouldn't let her have her birth certificate so that she could get her license. So my sister had to go rummaging in papers to find her birth certificate. And when she saw the birth certificate, it had my birth mother's name on it. And she was like, oh, she said, that just made so much sense. There was so many holes in stories that her mom told her. Too. Wait, Sherry, this is wild. Your family, this is cool. My grandma. My yeah. grandma was the child. Then she had a child that it happened to her. It was beyond her control. And then one of her grandchildren, it happened to also. We have three generations of that in our family. So, like, it wasn't a huge surprise when I found out about my grandma, too. But it's just like, what's the freaking right, like? It's actually more shocking to find out your mom is your mom at this point. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like if you if if your parents are who they say they are in your family, you're like, this is insane. I don't yeah, believe yeah. you. You shouldn't be like, my tell mom. Me another, you're tell my me mom. Another one. <laughs> now, are we one hundred percent sure that your mother was your mother? Uh yeah. I actually did twenty three and me. <laughs> okay, smart. We we cannot trust your family, Sherry. Yeah. Very, very sorry. We need blood tests, DNA tests, and I want a video of every birth canal. 
<laughs> I had to take matters into my own hands. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I need I need video evidence, written evidence. I don't trust anyone in the Sherry family household. Um, oh my God, thank you so much for calling in. This is mind-blowing, and I want to sit down with your entire family and give them a lie detector test. <laughs> I know people don't, they don't understand their actions, how they affect other people. Yes, but it affects me the most because this was my favorite call by far. So thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank you. All right. Bye, Sherry. Bye-bye. That is wild. I and with twenty three and me, none of that could, like, you know. Yeah, no, that's that like, you can't lie at all. No, so this is why I wanted to tell you who your family really <laughs> is. <laughs> oh, Security, here's the truth story of how we got you. A flock of birds. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> We're like monkeys. <laughs> Dude, guys, you know how like when there's the monkeys that hit the um, what is it called? The symbols. The symbols. And anytime security's like, I'm thinking, I just do the the, the imitation the, of, the, of the, monkey, the monkey, the with toy the monkey with the symbols. Yeah, that's what goes <laughs> out of my head. Yep. All right, let's do another call. Okay, Robin, we have Katie on the line. Hi, Katie. Hi, Robin. I'm so happy to be here talking with you. Welcome to Call Waiting. I am so excited to talk to you. What is the lie that you found out as an adult is uh, wasn't true? Okay, so this one I, I found out when I was about 12, which was still like way too long to be figuring this one out. My mother was a young mother. And she told me that Twinkies had alcohol in them and that they were not for kids. <laughs> and when did you find this out? I remember this moment like seared into my brain. It's one of like my earliest childhood <laughs> memories. Um, That's I must so have been funny. like five. She must have been like 25. And my we went to my grandma's house and my grandmother got her a box. It actually wasn't Twinkies. It was Zingers. I don't know if you know what Zingers are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's like totally. the raspberry covered Twinkies. They're hard to find. And I think this is yeah. why I believed it for so long is because like you never see Zingers. So I obviously just assume they're sold at like liquor stores <laughs> or something. <laughs> Make perfect sense for me. I mean, but um, so my grandma was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, got, I found you a box of Zingers. And my mom was like, great. Yes, I'm so happy. And I was like, oh, mommy, can I have one? She's like, no. I'm like, why not? <laughs> Well, they have alcohol and then they're not for kids. So then like I get to be like 12 years old or something and she has zingers again. And like one of the kids goes and grabs them and I'm like, you're not allowed to eat those. And she's like, and my mom's like, why? Why can't they eat them? And I'm like, you told me they have alcohol in them. <laughs> and she was like, oh, my God, you're so stupid. <laughs> Oh my god. Thank goodness you found that at 12 and not like 25. Because you're right, those the those strawberry ones are not like frequently around. Can you imagine you're at like a, a, a frat party or something and you think they're you're like you're chugging uh Twinkies thinking you're getting drunk for real. Like jello shots, like, oh give yeah. me all the zingers. <laughs> you like show up with zingers at a frat party, you're like, who's ready to get wasted? To this day, I can't like taste that raspberry artificial flavor without being like this is alcohol <laughs> <laughs> like i actually do taste some vodka oh my god i love it thank you so much for for speaking to me today because i uh i now i'm go gonna go get a twinkie <laughs> zinger go i want to get fucked up 
I'll go find a singer. All right, thanks. Thanks for calling in. No problem. Bye. Thanks, Robin. Bye. Oh my god. Singers does yeah. sound like it could be an alcohol. Yeah, totally. So does Twinkie. Yeah. Let's... Yo, let's get some fucking Twinkies and get shit faced. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yo, I did so many zingers last night. I'm like not feeling good. I never want to see another zinger again. Honestly, I'll puke. Like if it fits mm-hmm. so it well. It really does. You used to love Twinkies. Oh, yeah. That was like your thing. Mm-hmm. You used to brag, I could eat them in one bite. Remember I, that? I still can. <laughs> It's still his thing on on his dating profile that he brags about. <laughs> get, get me a zinger. I'll show you how I can fuck it up. All right, let's do another call. Okay, Robin, we have Kat on the line. Kat, hi. Hello, Robin. How you doing? I'm good. How are you doing today? I am great. Okay, so what was the lie you were told that we found out is now not okay. true? Well, the lie that I was told was told to many, and it was that the kid from the life cereal commercials named Mikey had eaten pop rocks and drank a Coke and his stomach exploded and he died. (laughs) He did it. That's not what happened. No. And I'm serious. I swear I was a full adult when I was like, Oh wait, that's not true. Is it (laughs) security's 41? He just found that out from this call. (laughs) I mean, we had no internet. We couldn't check the facts. That's so funny. And I remember, like, that's so crazy how this is so, where where did you grow up? In Wisconsin. Okay, so you're Wisconsin, I was Long Island, and the same tale was told. Like, that's so crazy. Everyone heard that Mikey from the Life commercial died from a a Pop Rocks accident. And they they have no idea who started it. Like, yeah, who, who started that and why? You know what? There was one mom out there who knew Pop Rocks was garbage, <laughs> said it to their kid. Their kid then told a friend who went to sleepaway camp, who told a friend, who then went to church, who told a friend, who then went to, you know, art class, who told a friend, who then went to temple and told a friend. And that's how your friend told my friend who told me. Definitely. My whole school knew. All my cousins knew. No one <laughs> would do it either. We would dare each other. I dare you to do it. No way. Still to this day, I wouldn't do it. As an, I was going, I was just, you just took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say, even as an adult, if you're like Robin, here's a thousand dollars, take some pop rocks and and chug it with soda. I wouldn't do it. I'd say no. my life is more valuable. Don't no, I will not end up like Mikey. That's no not way. Happening. I oh wonder how he God. feels about it. That's hilarious. You just unlocked this whole memory that I, I can't even believe I forgot. Oh, yeah. I wonder, is he, I hope he, I hope the story isn't true. Watch, we're like <laughs> laughing and that's actually how he passed. Oh, that'd be terrible. Let's not go, that didn't happen. Okay. But um, okay. if he didn't, I'm very curious what he thinks about this rumor. I'm sure he's heard it over and over. Oh, yeah. Then people probably see him and they're like, think they're seeing a ghost. <laughs> they're yeah, like, oh, yeah. my God. Um, I mean, oh I don't know. Somebody thought of that combination and thought it would kill you. Obviously, yes. And and honestly, it may. I still believe it. That may not even be a lie. Maybe the Mikey part, but I still won't have soda and pop rocks. I th- I mean, and I think I, they disappeared. They disappeared for a while, but I think they're back now. Wait, did you ever hear? The rumor, not the rumor, but that like if you put pop rocks in your mouth and then you go down on a guy, it's supposed to feel really good for them. Yes, I've heard that. (laughs) Wait, did you ever try it? I haven't. Me neither. (laughs) I think I'm going to stop off at the store on my way home. (laughs) 
Okay, I, for science, I, I will do it. You do it. And then we'll call it in, in one month. I don't know why we need a month, but I need to find a guy. <laughs> give, give me a second. <laughs> And, and we will conclude our studies. I'm definitely, I will let you know exactly please, please after do. it happens. Let me tell you something. I don't care what the topic of the week is. Once you do it, please call in. Okay, I don't care what the, the way, topic is. Well, we will all remember. I'm, I'm I, doing it for science. For science, ladies and gentlemen. Definitely. Right, it was so great talking to you. Awesome. Talking to you. You have a great right, one. Talk to you soon after our science experiment. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Oh, my gosh. Wait, guys, I had so much fun listening to the lies. I can't believe how many of your lies actually, like, unlocked childhood memories for me. Literally almost all of the ones that had to do with food. Not not the turtle ones. <laughs> actually, yeah, because of the bird. I mean, this was just a wild road down memory lane. Um, but thank you, everyone, for calling in. Guys, to see the topic each week, make sure you're following me on Instagram and, tic- and TikTok at Robin Shaw Comic. And then calling. I love talking to you at 720-727-6296. So as you guys know, we've abandoned the news segment. I guess I could stop saying that because it's a it's a hard gone. Someone actually just slid into my DMs yesterday, being like, "Robin, I was catching up on old episodes, and I was it was the news, and I was tuned out, and I didn't even realize till you said that you were tuned out." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I made the best decision." Okay, so for so what we're doing is our end segment is always a surprise and always something exciting. So I asked security, "Do you guys remember? Because this is all about you know childhood." I thought fun to do a childhood game. Do you remember Mad Libs where there'd be a blank spot and, and like there'd be a story, but there's a blank spot that says adjective, noun, thing, person, place, right? So I asked security to write a story and he is going to play it with me. So you write the story now. How's this going to work? You're going to tell me an adjective thing. Okay, so security, is there yeah. anything we need to know? Uh, just, uh, I'm going to, do you know what an adverb is? <laughs> Let me just ask that because that's the one that everyone always it ends, ends with an L Y. Okay, just so you know, okay. adverb ends with an L Y. Okay, thank you for not letting me guess. No problem. I just need. All right, okay. Robin. Why don't you um a thing? A thing. Yeah. Penis. Oh, okay. <laughs> when, when I was a kid, penis would be the answer for all of them. Adjective. Girthy. Okay. Okay, um, another adjective. Like. Harry. <laughs> another adjective. A smelly. Okay. A noun. Um, a noun, person, place, or thing. Um, uh, um, brains. Okay, and another adjective. Sticky. Give me a famous person. Robin Shaw. Another famous person. Tom Cruise. And one more famous person. Because I can't use Robin Shaw for this. Oh, like you can't? Nope, we got to use a different Oh, okay. Um, let's see. How about uh, George Washington? Good answer. Good one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. And an adverb. And that's L-Y. Yeah. Lovely. Well, that's good. Thank you. <laughs> a noun. How long is 
this? We have like a few more. Oh my God, I'm already bored. Security. What, what do you want me to do? Okay, what is it? A noun. B uh, crayon. Okay, adjective. Oh my God. It's like five Stupid. more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Two nouns. <laughs> God. Two nouns. Okay, balls. Yep. And, uh, 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 Milkshake. Okay, a verb. Oh my God, security, I literally don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> What's a verb? There's literally, there's only four things okay. left. That's it. All right, but how long a, is this story? It's not long. Okay, What's the, how, what is it, what, a verb? A verb, an action. Oh, okay, chopping. Chopping. Two more nouns. Mars. Yep. And and love. love. Is love? No, that's that. No, yeah, that's, okay, bald. Bald. Okay. Is that it? No, that's, that's an adjective. Okay. Head. Head. Okay. Okay. Great job, If Robin. you're still here, congratulations. <laughs> you win a million dollars. We'll just talk to the editor and just have the editor just cut out. <laughs> All of this. <laughs> Ended 20 minutes ago, please. Okay. Can I read you the story? Yeah. Can you do a speed read? Yeah, of course. Okay. Thank you. Now, this is, deals with uh, the, the, the uh, championship... Uh, World break, break, uh, breaking the world record. Oh, the Guinness World Record, yes. which we will do a whole episode on. Correct. From the donut stacking. Correct. Okay. Okay. So this story is called The World Record for Penis Stacking. <laughs> Once upon a time in girthy, the girthy city of New York, a lone woman named Robin set her sights on a new challenge, breaking the world record for penis stacking. <laughs> With her hairy laughter and smelly spirit, Robin embarked on a journey that would test her skills. Slow, and bring you could slow down because now this is the okay. He took so long. Oh now we're getting to the funny part, and he's not even letting me listen. <laughs> okay, you could be a, you could be a storyteller. Go. Okay, all right. Okay, with her hairy laughter and smelly spirit, Robin embarked on a journey that would test her skills and bring brains to those around her. On July 7th, she found herself ready to showcase her sticky stacking prowess. The host of the show, Tom Cruise, and George Washington stood, as, stood by as witnesses eager to witness history being made. With the sound of the start signal, Robin's hand lovingly moved each penis carefully <laughs> placed on top of each other. The room held its crayons as the, the, the stack grew and grew. She meticulously stacked. Oh, I need a number. I forgot to get a number from you. 50. She, as she stacked her 50th penis, the crowd <laughs> erupted in cheers. Robin had done it. She had broken the record, uh, the current record, and made history with her stupid feet. From that day forward, Robin's name would forever be etched in Guinness World Record, a symbol of balls and milkshake <laughs> and proud power of pursuing one's dream. And so... Robin's story came an inspiration to all who dared to chop big, reminding us that with a little bit of Mars, head, and a tower of penis, anything <laughs> is possible. Yay. That was pretty good. Thank, thank yeah. you. You know what? You know what was the worst part? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what was 
is the worst part. <laughs> you know what? I feel like you guys at home rate and review. And in the review section, please say what the worst part of security <laughs> segment is. No, it was great. As that a Mad Lib. As a Mad No, lib. that was really good. I like that. that. We could have that as a recurring game. Just a shorter story. Just a sh- much shorter version. <laughs> okay, got it. All right, guys, thank you so much for everyone who called in. I absolutely love talking to you guys. You're the best. So make sure you're following me at Robin Shaw Comic, and I'll see you. Oh, we have another call. Call Waiting is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Basilio Perez and Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Ali Freelander. Be sure to follow me at Robin Shaw Comic on Instagram and TikTok to find out our next topic and learn when to call each week. And give me a ring at 720-72-ROBIN. That's 720-727-6296. Betches.